man to finish this journey and accomplish and achieve that that'll give him glory and praise and honor let's welcome amen brother rouse back to this pulpit again tonight in jesus name bless you brother rouse hallelujah i wonder would you lift your voice with your hand clap all across the house of the lord anybody truly excited to be in the house of the lord tonight hallelujah no place i'd rather be than to be in the house of the lord God, I thank you. Lord, I magnify you, Jesus. What a wonderful God we serve. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. How many is glad to be in his presence? Amen. I said, how many is glad to be in his presence? Amen. Amen. We serve an awesome God. Amen. We serve a mighty God. We serve a God that is faithful. Amen. How many has tried him and know that he is faithful? Hallelujah. There is not one single thing, amen, that's too hard for him. Not one single thing that he cannot do, that he cannot accomplish, amen. But we serve an on-time God. We serve a God that is mighty to save, a God that is mighty to heal, and a God that is mighty to deliver, amen, amen. If you have your Bibles, Mark chapter 5, amen, beginning with verse number 2. Mark chapter 5, beginning with verse number 2, amen, this evening in prayer. Amen. The Lord begin to deal with me on this thought, on this sermon tonight. God, and I pray that the Lord would anoint, that the Lord would move and work and help us in this house tonight. How many wants to hear from the Lord tonight? Hallelujah. Amen. Give honor to uh, Pastor Moore and his wife. Amen. Once again, so thankful for this opportunity to preach. Amen. Been enjoying ourselves and been down. Just thankful for what the Lord is doing. How many knows that God is moving? Amen. He's faithful. He's awesome. Amen. You can just feel his presence, just feel his anointing. Amen. Sometimes you just know when God is up to something. Amen. Hallelujah. If you have uh, Mark chapter 5, verse 2, once again, it says, And when he was come out of the ship, immediately there met him out of the tombs a man with an unclean spirit who had his dwelling among the tombs. Somebody say tombs. And no man could bind him, though not with chains, because that he had been often bound with fetters and chains, and the chains had been plucked asunder by him, and the fetters broken in pieces. Neither could any man tame him. And always, night and day, he was in the mountains and in the tombs, crying and cutting himself with stones. And, but when he saw Jesus afar off, he ran and worshipped him and cried with a loud voice, and said, What have I to do with thee, Jesus, thy Son of the Most High God? I adjure thee by God that thou torment me not. For he said unto him, Come out of the man, thou unclean spirit. And he asked him, What is thy name? And he answered, saying, My name is Legion, for we are many. Amen. God makes his way across the sea, and there's a man that's in the tombs, day and night, night and day, cutting himself, and himself with stones and crying out loud. Amen. People have tried to help him. They've tried to bind him. They've tried to tame him. But no man has been able to do so. Amen. I wonder, would you lay your Bibles down? Let's lift our hands together one more time all across the house of the Lord. Uh, Lord Jesus, I come before you right now. God, I pray that you'd empty me of myself, my own ideas, um, my own opinions. Lord, and I pray that you'd fill me with your holy anointing. God, I pray that you'd move and work uh, and have your way in the house of the Lord tonight. God, I admit my dependence upon you. God, uh, I pray that you'd empty me of myself and fill me with your holy anointing. God, use me as an instrument, uh, as a tool in the palm of your hands for your glory. God, uh, Lord, bind up the brokenhearted and set every captive soul free. God, uh, let your anointing destroy every yoke of bondage. God, uh, let your anointing break every chain, every fetter. God, uh, it will try to hold us back from being what you have called us to be. God, uh, right here in this house tonight, God, let there be liberty. Let there be freedom. God, uh, Lord, let your deliverance work and have its way in this house. Uh, open up the prison doors to them that are bound. God, uh, let your anointing destroy every yoke of bondage. Uh, God, let your anointing, anoint every ear to hear your word tonight, God. Uh, and if any good thing would happen in this house tonight, Lord, uh, let it be said that it was because of your anointing. Let's clap our hands uh, all across this house one more time. I wonder what somebody shouting to God. 
Come on, we just shout with a voice of triumph. Come on, we serve a God that is mighty. Come on, I said we serve a God that is able. Come on, we serve a God that is in control. There is nothing too hard for the Lord. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Somebody ought to make his praise glorious in this house tonight. Come on, I serve a miraculous Savior. I serve a miraculous God. Come on, he's got miraculous intentions in this house tonight to move and work in your spirit in Jesus name amen somebody say in Jesus name hallelujah you may be seated amen I want to preach to you amen what God has laid on my heart the burden that I feel in my spirit is that all right tonight hallelujah I want to talk to you tonight about what the tomb says amen what the tomb says here in the passage that we read we find a man that we know only as Legion. And this was uh, the name that the demons that bound him gave him. We don't know his real name. All we know is that the devil spoke up, the demons uh, that had him bound and said, We are Legion, for we are many. Uh, and here we find that every day and every night this man is living in the tombs uh, and he's cutting himself with stones. Uh, people have come to him and tried to help him. Uh, they've tried to bind him up and uh, to calm him down and to tame him. But that uh, which is warring on the inside of him is too great and no one could help him and no one could tame him uh, during these times when Jesus uh, lived and as he walked on that shore during these times uh, graveyards were placed outside of the cities uh, in lonely desolate places uh, uh, these graveyards were positioned uh, in a place of solitude and loneliness uh, the adversary the demons that had uh, this man that we know as legion bound uh, had driven him into a lonely place uh, where he lived among the tombs every night uh, and every day. Here this man uh, was driven from those that loved him and driven uh, from those that cared about him uh, and taken away from those uh, that loved him more than anything else. Uh, and can I be bold enough to say in the house of the Lord tonight uh, that sin will separate you uh, not only from God but it will separate you from the ones that love you the most. It'll tear your family apart and put you in a place of solitude and a place of loneliness wondering will things ever get better in my life. Hallelujah. This word tomb, the word that it derived from, that it came from, is a word that means to recollect, to remember, to call, to remembrance. And here this man that we know as Legion lived among the tombs, among the memories of how things used to be. And there from among the tombs he took stones and he cut himself. And he would cry out with pain and agony as all he could do was remember uh, the way that things used to be and the way that things once were uh, in his life. Uh, I haven't always been like this, uh, but now I'm bound by something greater than myself. Uh, I'm bound by something that's stronger uh, than me. And here he lives in pain uh, and heartache and agony every day of his life. Uh, oh, can I tell you that he even today in the day that we're living in, when you walk in the graveyard and you look at the tombs and you see the names that are written there and the dates that are written there, it brings up old memories of loved ones that are dead and gone. And there's times that we recollect some of the memories that we've had with them. Some are good and some are bad. But can I tell you, that's where this man Legion was living. He was living in a constant state of reminder that I'm living a among the dead. I'm living in a place where I really don't belong. 
This isn't my home. This isn't my safe haven. But this is the place that I've been driven to. Can I tell somebody tonight, you're living in a place that's not God's will for your life. You're living among the memories, among the past defeats that you've never been able to conquer, that you've never been able to get over. And you're living there wondering, will I ever be victorious again? Will I ever overcome again? Will I ever have triumph in my spirit again? The tombs say you're defeated. And the tombs say, look at all that you've done. Look at all your failures. Look at all your faults. Look at whatever thing has gone wrong in your life. Nothing is going the way that it ought to be going. You're dead when you're supposed to be alive. You don't even have that spark of life that you used to have. You're so bound up by the things and by the memories of this life and by the things that were meant to hurt you. Can I tell you, Satan would love for you to cut yourself day after day with the past memories of how things used to be and to remind yourself of your failures and of your fears and of your flaws but can I tell you just like Jesus stepped on that shore that day Jesus is in this house tonight to call you out of a place of remembrance into a place that says hey I've got a hope and I've got a future for you the tombs tell you all you got is your past there is no hope for you but Jesus says I am able to put you back where you belong I'm able to give you a sound mind I'm able to deliver and all those legions could not stop this man and as he saw Jesus step on the shore, and as Jesus began to walk in the lonely places of his life, no devil in hell could stop him from running and falling at the feet of Jesus. And I tell you that he was living among the dead, but life had just stepped on the shores of his loneliness. Isaiah 9 and 2 tells us the people that walked in darkness have seen a great life. The light, they that dwell in the land of the shadow of death upon them hath the light shined. I come to let you know tonight that even in the middle of your loneliness there is a great light that shines in darkness and if you drop down to that sixth verse of Isaiah it'll tell you for unto us a child is born unto us a son is given can I let you know tonight we serve a God that knows every lonely place in your spirit he knows every lonely place in your life and there's not anywhere too dark for him to shine the light on the middle of what you're facing and on the middle of what you're going through. Somebody shouting to God with a voice of triumph. Oh! Hallelujah. Isaiah said, the people that walked in darkness, they've seen a great light. Hallelujah. They that dwell in the land of the shadow of death, upon them hath the light shine. Can I tell you that God can walk in the darkest places of your life and light up even so much that even the very shadows themselves would have to flee. Those shadows that say, I'm going to linger and I'm going to hang around and I'm going to constantly remind you of your mistakes and of your failures and of your mess-ups. But can I tell you, if you could hear the voice of Jesus tonight, He's speaking with authority over your life, saying that you can be loosed by His mighty power and by His mighty deliverance. I come to let a saint of God know you've lived among the tombs long enough and the tombs keep telling you that God 
is finished with you and that God is done with you. But here comes Jesus walking on the shores of your desolate soul saying, I'm not finished with you. I got a new garment for you to put on. I got a sound mind. It's going to bring you out of darkness. I've got a place for you to live. And it's not here, but it's in a place of refuge. It's with those that love you and those that care about what happens in your future. The tombs cried. There is no hope. But Jesus cries and says different. And says, hey, what I'm bringing to you is a message of deliverance. What I'm bringing to you is a message that says no matter how long you've been in the tombs, that's not where you really belong. You're living beneath your privilege. Come on, can I let somebody know tonight? Come on, there's people that's come to you. They've tried their best to give you an encouraging word. Oh, but it didn't really make you feel any better. There's people that text you and people have called you and said, hey, God's still working for you. But yet you still felt like you was in the darkness. But here tonight, Jesus has sent me to tell you that graveyard is not your home. You're still a child of God. It's time to run out of that graveyard and say, I'm through with my past. I'm through with my yesterday. I have a hope and I have a future. God's not done working. God's not done ministering. God's not done using me but God's hand is still on my life oh I come to tell you tonight that Jesus speaks a lot louder than your failure Jesus speaks a lot louder than your past Jesus speaks a lot louder than your tomb what are the tombs saying what is the tomb trying to tell you tonight is it trying to tell you that this is where you belong really right here just reading about yesterday and thinking about how it used to be because there's really no hope in the grave. And there's really no hope for your future. Oh, but if tonight you could see and you could just somehow feel the very footsteps of Jesus walking into this house tonight saying it doesn't matter how lonely or how isolated you may feel. Come on, I come to preach to people tonight. You can sit in this crowded auditorium tonight, in this crowded church building, and you can feel like you're all alone and all by yourself. You can sit right next to your loved ones and still feel like nobody even knows where you are and still feel like nobody even knows you exist. Come on, I come to preach to hell tonight. And let hell know you play with our minds long enough. I come to let the devil know, hey, it doesn't matter what the tomb says. It doesn't matter what it says on that tomb because that's not my resting place. But I belong to Jesus and he has the final authority in my life. And my God is saying, hey, loose him and let him be free. Loose her and let her be delivered by the power of the Holy Ghost. I come to tell you, there's a wind that can blow in this house that would blow every lie and every doubt out of your mind and let you know my place is with the Savior. Lazarus was a man that was loved by Jesus. Amen. I want to, I want to strongly emphasize that tonight. That Lazarus was loved by Jesus. And in John chapter 11 verse 1. It says, now a certain man was sick. Named Lazarus of Bethany. The town of Mary. And her sister Martha. And it was that Mary which anointed. The Lord with ointment and wiped his feet with her hair. Whose brother Lazarus was sick. Therefore his sister sent unto him saying, Lord. 
Behold, he whom thou lovest is sick. When, when Jesus heard that, he said, This sickness is not unto death, but for the glory of God, that the Son of God might be glorified. Notice verse 5. It says, Now Jesus loved Martha and her sister, which is Mary, and Lazarus. Can I tell you that it's made very clear and very plain that Jesus had affection, and he loved Lazarus, and he loved Martha, and he loved Mary. And here we find that Jesus, when he hears that Lazarus is sick, he waits even two days and stays right where he is without moving toward Lazarus. He makes no promotion toward Lazarus, yet he remains right where he is. Can I tell you that well, there's a lot of times in our lives that we feel like God isn't even moving for us. He's not even working on our behalf or on our favor. But you can rest assured that God has a plan for your future. And I tell you they might not have understood what Jesus was doing but Jesus said hey I've got a plan. They might think it's going to be over with but it's going to be for my glory. Can I tell you tonight, you might not think God is moving. You might think he's still a million miles away, but he's got a plan for you. He's got a plan for your life. He's got a plan for Bendel. And he's got a plan for your family. God is on the move, even when you don't see it, and even when you don't feel it. Hallelujah. Somebody shout unto God with a voice of triumph. Hallelujah. Let's clap our hands one more time. Come on all across this sanctuary. Oh, yes. Hey, in the name of Jesus. My wife will go ahead and make her way to the music. Hallelujah. Jesus. Finally, he decides I'm going to make my way down there to where Lazarus was. And they, he, they said, hey, he sleep. Lazarus sleeps. And the disciples, they're like, well, if he's sleeping, then that must be a good sign. And then he plainly told him, hey, he's dead. Some of them said, you know, old Thomas, he said, why don't we just go down there and die with him? But little did they know that Jesus had something great in mind. Jesus had something marvelous and something miraculous in mind. Oh, and, and, and the Word of God tells us that Martha makes her way to Jesus. And she says to him, Lord, if you would have been here, my brother had not died. Oh, but I know that you're able to do oh, whatever you say, God. I know that you're able to work. Oh, but can I let somebody know tonight? Jesus looked at her and said, I want you to realize something I am the resurrection and I am the life there's some of you sitting here tonight under the sound of my voice you're saying preacher if God would have done it in the last revival then I know I'd be alright right now if God would have done it a couple months ago then everything would be alright right now can I walk in the Holy Ghost tonight can I let you know that God is in control and he is able to do it you might feel half dead tonight you might feel washed up but Jesus said I am the resurrection Jesus said I am the life come on there's no death that can stand in his presence for he is life <laughs> Hallelujah. I wonder, would you grab somebody by the hand right now all across this place? Put your arm around the shoulder, whatever's most appropriate for you. Oh, Jesus. Hallelujah. 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 Mary runs. Mary makes her way to Jesus. Mary falls down at his feet. 
as if to worship him. And she says, Jesus, if you had been here, my brother would not have died. You could have raised him up. You could have helped him. You could have healed him. If you had been here, everything would be all right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm welcome to tell somebody come on the grave does not have the final say your tomb doesn't have the final say come on but Jesus Jesus is in the house he is life he is resurrection he is hope everlasting Jesus loved them. Jesus cared about them. But yet he allowed them to experience pain. Because he said, I'm about to reveal myself to them in a way they have never known my power in a way they have never known my glory before. And I cannot speak to you tonight in the Holy Ghost. There's been some things happen here in Bendale. Come on, some of you kind of hung your head and wondered, hey, what's going to happen next? But I want to tell you, God has allowed you to experience some things that didn't feel real good. But God said, hey, what I'm about to do next is going to blow your mind. You don't even understand what I'm about to do next. But when Jesus shows up, he's got a plan. And when Jesus shows up, He's got a word, and with his word, there is life. He knows how to speak nothing into something. He knows how to make a foundation to hang the stars on. He knows. He knows. He said, where have you laid? Where have you laid, Brother Lazarus? all of this humanity he weeps and cries moved and touched with compassion for the grief and the loss that they've experienced where have you laid him they say to him come and see and there they escort Jesus out into the graveyard out into the place of the tombs and there's that one tomb and that stone is in front of that, that doorway. And there lies Lazarus dead, laying within that tomb. And Jesus says, somebody roll the stone away. And Martha says, Lord, it's been four days. And by now he's stinking. Oh, if you'd only been here four days before, we wouldn't be at this graveyard. If you'd only been here a few days ago, none of this would have happened. The tomb is telling me he's dead. The tomb is saying it's over. The tomb is saying it's finished. The tomb is saying it's done. But Jesus stood outside the tomb and said, didn't I tell you if you could only believe that you would see the glory of God. Is there anybody here tonight that wants to see the glory? That wants to see the glory of the power of God? In the name of Jesus <laughs> Somebody get that stone out of my way Somebody, somebody finally built up enough faith for the four they rolled the stone out of the way and Jesus said that's alright that's good now I can see I can see what I, I can look down into that dark tomb I can look down into that secret place I can look down into that burial place where Satan said if you'd have been here four days ago none of this would have happened look at all the pain look at all the heartache and look at all the trauma that's been caused just because you waited around God oh but I want to let somebody know tonight that God is never four days late but he's always right on time he's totally God's never one day late, but he's always right on time. Yes! He's never a moment behind, but he's always right on time.
Now we say, but look here. And there's some, some folks here tonight. You need to tell Jesus, come and see. Come and look at the deepest parts of my heart. The deepest parts of my being. Everything's not what it looks like on the outside, Lord. I might have some of my brothers and some of my sisters convinced that I'm okay. But I know the brokenness that's on the inside of me. I know the mess that I'm living in every day of my life. Not that you're a sinner. or Not that you're a terrible person. Come on, but there are people that mourn in Zion. There are people that come into the house of God that have weights and burdens that they carry. That life is laid on them. Oh, but can I let you know that here in the house of the Lord tonight, Jesus said, I've come to give unto them the all of joy. Come on, Jesus said, I've come to give unto them the all of joy. Come on, I've come to given the garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness what did they might be called trees of righteousness the planting of the Lord oh here in this house tonight there's enough power of the Holy Ghost to revive you there's enough power of the Holy Ghost for that stone to be rolled out of the way and Jesus prayed a little prayer And Jesus called that dead man by name. And he said, Lazarus, come forth. And light penetrated the darkness. That same word that said, let there be light and there was light. That same word said, Lazarus, come forth. And he came hobbling out of that grave. He was bound from head to foot with grave clothes. And then Jesus said, loose him and let him go. And I've come to declare the word of the Lord in the house tonight that there is light in the presence of the Lord. There is light in the presence of the Lord. And it knows how to walk into your tomb and bring you out by name and give you hope and a future. The tomb says it's over. The tomb says this is the end but Jesus says come out come out come out and live oh in the name of Jesus come on I've come to let somebody know tonight it's not over yet but God is still in control the tomb has told you a lot of lies you've read a lot of things on that tombstone and it feels like it's all over but Jesus is walking in your loneliness Jesus is walking in your mind come on he's speaking life over you he's speaking deliverance over you come on somebody ought to lift your voice somebody ought to step in Somebody ought to step in. Oh, in the name of Jesus. Oh, the tomb with the stone rolled in front of the door says it's over says it's finished. Oh, but that tomb with the stone rolled away says, hey, I once was dead, but now I'm alive again. Hey, I once was lost, but Jesus reached down where I was, and he brought me out. He brought me out. He brought me out. I'll never be the same. I'll never be the same. Come on, somebody ought to thank him like you haven't thanked him in a long time. Somebody ought to let the devil know tonight tonight's my night I'm not living in the tombs anymore I'm not cutting myself with my past mistakes anymore I'm moving out I'm moving ahead in the name of Jesus God has brought you a mighty, mighty long way. But still Pharaoh has said, I do not want to loose you and I do not want to let you go. And Pharaoh has tried to bring you back. 
But right now, God said he's parting the waters in your life. And he's about to drown your past. God said to let you know the blood has already been applied. You're not who you used to be, but you've been born with a price. You are a child of God. In the name of Jesus, be loosed in Jesus' name. Yeah. Come on, somebody ought to claim the promises of God tonight. Somebody ought to claim the promises of God tonight. Come on, somebody ought to let the devil know I am a child of God. I've been born with a price. Come on, it's not my own, but it belongs to him. He's able. Come on, if you know you've been living in the tombs long enough. Come on, you ought to make a statement tonight. You ought to come out with your hands raised and with your voice lifted high. Come on, you ought to let the devil know this is not my dwelling place. This is not my home. Oh, but there's much better in store for me. There's much greater for me. There's been a war, been a tug of war, a back and forth in your spirit and over your soul. Satan has said, I will destroy you. I will cripple you and cause you to live with shame for the rest of your life and guilt. But Jesus said, I put my hand upon your mind and upon your life. Satan would love for you to read off a list over and over and over again of failures and mistakes and shortcomings. But Jesus said, I'm calling you to a higher place, a place of victory place of deliverance a place where you can look back and say I'm not what the devil tried to cause me to be Jesus said listen to his voice that tries to speak over you over the lies and over the doubts and over the insecurities be loosed in the mighty power of Jesus right now in Jesus name come on I wonder would you lift your hands come on would you lift your voice all across this house come on he's able come on he's able come on he's able yes Come on, somebody ought to step in like you haven't stepped in in a long time and let the devil know, hey, this is my church. This is my home. This is my family. Hey, and I will not be separated. I will not be destroyed. Come on, by every lie that tries to divide me, every rumor that tries to separate me, but I'll stand firm in the promise of God.
take a moment Uh, Josie Crawley's the little girl that was electrocuted and uh, she has done turned to the worst the last hour or two they want us if we would take a moment now and let's lift this young girl up before the Lord that God's mercy and grace would move on her behalf here tonight so why don't we take a moment now amen and call call upon the Lord in this house God we love you tonight appreciate you you're the giver of life. You're the provider. You're the way maker for Crosby, God, for Josie Crawley in this house tonight. As we lift her up before you with great confidence and faith in your compassion, your grace and mercy and power. God, as we gather together, as the word of God taught us, where two or three agree together is touching one thing upon this earth. As we humble ourselves and call on the name of Jesus and faith and faith alone in this lovely name called Jesus. Your healing hand, your healing virtue, God, would come rushing down, amen, to this little crawly girl. And you'd put life into that body, God. You'd put hope into that body. 
you're the giver of it and there's no limitations we heard it tonight God there's no limitation even four days later if you can call Lazarus back you can speak to that little girl tonight hallelujah she lays on that hospital bed you can walk in that place God with your angelic host and the gift of life amen and move upon her behalf I promise you Lord all the praise all the glory all the honor is going to be lifted to you you're the only savior you're the only name's been given it's by your name with and by your stripes you bought it for us you purchased it for us we believe it God we still believe in miracles we still believe you hear and answer prayers we still believe you'll move in this house we still believe you can call us out of the tombs we still believe you can call us out of the darkness we believe you can make me do it to work in this house tonight through the lovely name of Jesus come on let's give that unto the Lord here tonight Jesus, 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 Jesus. Oh, we want you to touch God. We want you to move. We love you tonight. We worship you tonight. We magnify you tonight, Jesus. Praise God. What a God we serve tonight. What a word we've heard in this house tonight. I'm telling you, he's preached to us tonight. God's digging. God's digging for the first Jesus named Church of Bendale. God's establishing grounding and trying to do some healing and some mending in the body. Because broken bodies, unhealthy bodies, cannot not only produce, but cannot only, they cannot raise children either. And I'm telling you, we're in the business. Hallelujah, we're going to raise them up in the nurture and the admonition of the Lord. We want them to come into a church that really believes, amen, the power of His grace and the powers of His mercy. Amen, a God, a Father that loves us with an everlasting love that has the power and the ability to move upon our hearts and our lives and change us, even as we've heard the Word of God in this place tonight. And I'm telling you, you, you may want to you want me to go back and listen to this message again. Hallelujah. I'm telling you, this message has been, been on target. Amen. It's been on target. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And you and I've got to make up in our minds. I'm coming out of the tombs. I'm coming out of the graves. You gotta get you gotta distance yourself from those voices. You gotta separate yourself from them. And there's only one place to go, and that's Jesus Christ. You're not gonna find it in any other institute. You're not gonna find any other place, but you're gonna find it in the place of one called Jesus Christ. And there's no telling how many voices is in this community tonight that's crying out crying out find themselves in a tomb find them they feel like in a hopeless place but thank God it's not not when you got a savior not we got a king that loves us like he loves us here tonight God bless you tonight appreciate you so much your commitment and dedication here's what we're going to do I've been really praying and pondering uh, Next Tuesday night, Brother Alviar is supposed to be with us. Young Brother Alviar and his daughter are supposed to be with us. That's been planned for quite some time. And uh, But here's what we're going to do. Amen. Brother Rouse and him is going to be with us Sunday and Monday night. Amen. And Tuesday night. They'd like to hang around with us. That's up. I'll leave that up to them. Praise God. You know. <laughs> Praise God. But we're going to take care of them. We love them. Appreciate them. And uh, I believe they put everything they got into this. I really do. And I believe God's working. Working. God's working. He's doing some pulling. He's doing. Amen. And uh, I'm thankful. I'm thankful tonight. Amen. To God's goodness and grace and mercy. Amen. To minister and to work for us and to mold us and shape us. Hallelujah. How many can really honestly say tonight you're better off tonight spiritually in a spiritual condition than you was four weeks ago? <laughs> Praise God. I'm with you 100% on that. I'm with you 100%. And so we're going we're gonna to push on a little further. Amen. Because I just believe God wants us to. Hallelujah. That's not all. I want my good friend, Keith Churchill, amen, to get all he can get. For he has to go back in just these, about what, a week and a half, two weeks. Two weeks. Amen. So, um, 
you know, when you think about these things, we're going to make the most of it. We're going to do everything we can. Hallelujah. Praise God. Love you tonight. Appreciate you. Please keep, continue to pray for this young girl. Amen. Crawley. Amen. Josie Crawley. God would just minister. We believe in He has. And uh, I'm telling you, there's, man, this world can be a lot, of, a lot of horrible things. And the other young girl, I don't know her name, but, but all of them, they're out for spring break. And, um, you know, it's, 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 you know, that's bringing so much sadness. And, uh, but let's pray for them. Lift them up before God. Let's take our community on our hearts and loved ones and friends and neighbors. And let's spend some time with God this remainder of this week. Uh, I know you're off and got some time. And I want you to enjoy your time. But at the same time, I want us to take our time for God. Amen. Talk to him. Love him. Let him love you. Amen. Let's just see what God's going to do for us. Okay? Love you. Appreciate you. Good to see everybody. God bless you tonight. You're dismissing the fear of the Lord. God bless you.